Hi, my name is Sam Louie. I am a psychotherapist uh, specializing in this concept known as Asian shame and addiction, as well as trauma, multicultural issues, and anything else that falls under that umbrella. Um, so before I got into the therapy world, I worked a number of years in journalism, and as a result of my therapy profession, I've been able to find ways to uh, write about these concepts and speak about these concepts. Today's episode is basically just going to be a brief overview of the title, Asian Shame and Addiction, Suffering in Silence. First off, what exactly is Asian shame? Many of people are familiar with the general concept of shame, feeling like a defective, bad, flawed person to the core, which is separate from those who are uh, may understand the concept of guilt. Guilt is more having some sense of knowing that the behavior or the thought or whatever it may be might bring about feeling bad about the behavior or the thought or the event and being able to externalize and separate that from the core, whereas somebody who's really shame-bound can't do that. They will just see themselves as defective and not worth... Um, really feeling uh, that their lives might not be worth much because of that sense of shame. So that's the Asian shame component. It's intertwined oftentimes with addiction because the shame goes underground. The feelings still need to come out in some form and it can often manifest in either full-blown addictions, whether it's food addictions, alcohol, drugs, uh, spending, gambling, uh, sex, pornography, you name it. Those addictions can come out. It could just be compulsive behaviors that maybe haven't reached the clinical definition of, of um, addiction. Or on the other side, it can it can also include this concept of suffering in silence because when somebody is so culturally shame bound they do not want to share this with another person out of fear that it can risk in the most extreme example being expelled from one's uh, support group or possibly even um, sometimes I hear where family members or, or, or people who are coming in are afraid family members will disown them. I mean, that's how prevalent and deep and pernicious this sense of cultural shame is. Um, so just a, 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 another piece about the Asian shame. Think about two sides of a coin. We have Asian shame on one side. On the other side, we have this concept of honor. We don't have shame, at least from the Asian cultural side, without this deep obligation to honor. And what I mean by honor is honoring your family, your lineage, um, your your ancestors, both alive and dead, and then the greater um, Asian community. Everything in your life, or I, I'll, I'll use I statements, everything in my life growing up was understanding that what I did was not necessarily to make myself proud or to honor myself, but to really honor my family, my culture. And so you can see how if you dishonor yourself, that in, in, in turn can lead to or be seen 
as dishonoring your family and your peers. This is very important in Asian cultures because Asian cultures are collectivists in nature, which means the group come before comes before the individual and anything that impacts the group can impact uh, their sense of safety, their sense of trust, um, their sense of uh, respect um, and and prestige within a a, a tight-knit Asian community. Um, So those are kind of the basic Concepts when I talk about Asian shame and addiction uh, with the subtitle uh, Suffering in Silence. Um, a lot of these concepts have been uh, presented before. When I first learned about it in grad school, it was presented in a more from a more Western viewpoint. So as many of you know, if you're Asian, there, there's a lot more to this um, from the Asian perspective. So that's the introduction piece. Um, maybe a little bit more on, on the the the, uh, the 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 personal end is I come from at least I think three generations of addictions, um, and so this is really a, a personal crusade as well as a therapeutic crusade. But more than myself, I would like to find a way to use this venue. To have a dialogue or at least an exchange of ideas from others who might be dealing with with similar um, concerns and as a result this can be one step towards some sort of shame reduction or healing so that's my hope that's my goal um, and that's my purpose for uh, this particular podcast and we'll see where it goes